Hello and welcome to Grace Church Vienna. As we are celebrating Christmas during these days, today we want to remember that Jesus came to this earth and what this means for us. Olaf Hassan will share today's message with us, which is centered on why Jesus came to the earth. Let's listen now and Merry Christmas. First two years I worship, there was so many sicknesses. This, that, those. But it got to a stage that uh, the church want to be wind down, that it's no more going to be existing. The wise people at that time we gathered together. We met in Sister Dossie house. We met in Lucas house. Sister Dossie was a member. Sister, uh, Sister Lilas was also a member. We gathered together with Dong and other etc. David. We gathered together. We decided that church should not be hold up. Meetings, at times it said at 11 o'clock. At times to 12 we got our home. But the main important of it is that why are we doing this? We are doing it for the love of Christ. That was given to us a gift that we even look at ourselves that we did not even deserve it at times. But by the grace, uh, it's a, uh, John 3 uh, 16 say, For the God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son. And when we look at this, what we are doing, doing, the church decided that we should nominate some people to be in the leadership team. And the church was running without pastor, without anything. I could remember when David said, Hola, these people, the young adults, they don't know anything about pastor. They are okay with the church the way they are going. Why do you people want to have pastor? I told him that that is the old people in the church to one pastor. Left of us, we are still doing what God is leading us to do. Uh, our daddy, Elder Masek, was also in pension. He has served in leadership for many times. And as I spoke with him, he said, Ola, do you know what? Somebody else spoke with me that he should join. Why? Just to make the church continue to grow but I lay one emphasis that day, last time we met, that during that time we have leadership team. We did not recall any death. Sickness was at barest minimum. If you could see. What made me to point out is what Sister Dossi said today that God can walk if we are one. God can walk if we pray together as a, as a family, as a unit that is not divided. So, because Jesus Christ said, all the powers on earth in heaven has been given unto me. And that was the power we were using that. So, if you could bear a testimony, a lot of us were sick by, before then. Even when we have passed sickness was there. But during that time period, if you could recall it, sickness was at the barest moment. Those who were at the point of death, we pray. God answers us. 
Uh, actually, this is not part of my today's sermon, but as because it's the beginning of the year, I have to reflect that what happened in the past. When we don't reflect on what happened in the past, we don't know how to thank God. We know how to, we don't know how to be grateful to God. Not alone that you are breathing, it's not enough. We should know the goodness God has done in our lives. By that time, the youth adults will always like to come to church. We see the church full. So we are doing this not for our power or for anything else. We do not have, we do not have, I only went to theology school on the internet. I did not go to special school. And I, because we stay in the church, we learn, we learn, we equip ourselves. It's more than schools. This is what I'm trying to say to us that we should reflect back and be grateful to the son Jesus Christ has given to us. God has given to us. He says it's going to be a wonderful counselor. His government have no river. Now, everything was done at the moment because of love. And who is this love? The love is the one that is given to us. Because they say at the beginning, there was a word. And the word was created. There's nothing that was created without its knowledge. And the word was a man. It came in the form of a man. If you look at the way Jesus Christ was born, uh, whenever a king want or queen want to deliver a baby, even for instance in, in England, it's a special hospital. It will be delivered there. But a Messiah, King of Kings, Lord of Law, who have the government of the whole world. Queen Elizabeth is only in England. <laughs> the of uh, France is also maybe in Monaco. I don't know where he is there. Sweden, they have their queen in territory. Luxembourg. It is not extended but this king is for the whole world. All these, all that kings and queens are answerable to him. He has power over them. And why did Jesus Christ decide to come to the, to the heart? Somebody that is in his head palace with his father is because he knows that majority of people, majority of the creatures, creations that God has created are going to perish. There were too many sins. And by that time, in annoyance, we, we heard, we know, we know what happened to the, the, the ark. The God asked people, some people came, some saved one came into the ship, and the flood took over the remaining. And how Jesus Christ, in my own perspective, in my own layman's thinking, we think how can somebody be this? There should be an intercessor between man and God. By that time, there was Jesus Christ was not on earth. God spoke to his people through his angels. So that is why Jesus Christ decided to come to the world. And where he was he born? He was not born with special VIP room. Those of all that were nurse, you know, where they used to, uh, children used to be delivered. But this man was born in a manger where animals eat, 
urinate, defecate, smiling, not what. But Jesus Christ that want to show us the sign of humility. He came in form of a man, and his bed was a form of humility that does not have anything expensive, extraordinarily, just ordinarily. But when he was born, he was to be born. The wise men trace the stars. They were able to locate where he was. And if we are to look on these things, why did Jesus Christ came to the world? When I was starting resurrection, because they said God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. And it's the art of the love. God did not want anybody to perish. And God desists sins. It's what God ate most. And by that time, all this uh, gay and lesbian started that time. And God was not happy at, at it. That was the first why the flood issue came. So, if we are looking at the birth of Jesus Christ, even in a normal chair, if we see a newborn baby, if you are not even at peace with the parents, if you see that baby, you will be happy. You will, you will see this is a specially wonderful created creation. How it stayed in the womb, how it came out, how they call the biblical court. This, we know this is a wonderful and it's something that science explains it so, but it's so miraculous. How could a baby be breathing inside his mother? Science explains it so, but this is a miracle from God that is a super extra. Even if they, they want to put a baby in, a, in, in what do they call it, they will still put some oxygen or all this for him to breathe. But this is a special one. That's God. Jesus, God can decide to create Jesus Christ and come down to the earth without passing through human being. But he wants us to know that he wants him to come in form of a man. So that if we pass through all the things we are passing through, we will know him. So, the first point I will say today, Jesus Christ came to fulfill the law. The law will be found in the book of Matthew 5, 7 thing. Jesus Christ said in the book that do nothing that I have come to abolish the law or the prophet. I have not come to abolish them but to fulfill them. That is one of the reasons. I have about 12 or 13 reasons why he came to the world. One of it is that he has came. He came to fulfill, not to abolish the law or the commandment God has given. He came to fulfill it. And in to make it known to all that this law, commandment, 
should be respected by men. It's, it's one of the uh, requirements. If we obey the law to enter into heaven, to be able to be righteous. That's why I said, if you are thinking that all the laws the God has given to commandments, God has given to Moses, Abraham, or everybody, that have come to abolish it and establish new law. No. He has come also. And he not, it's not, he didn't come to, 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 to be against the prophets. He came to establish the law. And the second point is that Jesus Christ said, I have not come, I have not come to call the righteous, but the sinner to repentance. This is what we find in the book of Luke 5.32. Jesus Christ did not come for the righteous people. That is why we always find him in the midst of less privilege, people that are in needy. Because he came to the world so that the we will be safe. We are sinners. One of the Bible passages says we have all sinned and fall short of the glory of God. So if we are to count the righteous, even by that time before he came, I think it will be very low percent. So and how could somebody created be knew that God created us in his own name image? He breathed the breath, breath of life into us. How could somebody create something special, peculiar, and want that thing to perish? No. So, and as we have heard at the beginning, there was a world, and the world was with God, and the world was Jesus Christ that came to to the earth in form of a human being. So he would not like anything that is being done for his father to be perished. So that is why he said in the book of uh, Luke 5:32 that I have not come to call, I have not come to call the righteous, but the sinner. So he came to redeem us, to let us see light. By that time we were blind. We could not see spiritually. Because if you could see, we would be able to detect from what is wrong from what, uh, to what is right. So, we were in seeing the worship idols. So, all these things is what God detests that he did not like. And that was the part of the reasons that Jesus Christ came. It's not only, not only for one reason. It's, it's for so many reasons. And, and if one is seen, do you know that person is not alive? He is alive physically but spiritually. If you are a sinner, you are dead spiritually. <laughs> so you are not alive. But physically you are alive. But a sinner is not alive spiritually. He's dead physically. And is dead spiritually, but alive physically. So, Jesus Christ, another part of the reason he came is that will be found in the book of Mark 10, 45. He said, I have come 
Jesus came to serve and give life to the sinner. Because primarily a sinner is dead spiritually. He came to revive them so that they will be spiritually awake, not dead. The point, this point I'm trying to make is that we are just celebrating the birth of Jesus Christ. He came to the world. He was born. Born so, 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 so. But we have to know the reasons that he came to the world. We get that one. We always like the merriment of it. Our cake is being decorated. So, but the main reason that we Christians should know and should focus on and should always be on our mind that some of these reasons I'm making today, he came to give us life that we will not die spiritually. And another, the fifth reason I will give today is it will be found in the book of Luke. 4, verse 18 to 19. Look, Gospel according to St. Luke 4, 18 to 19. He said, The Spirit of the Lord is on me, because he has anointed the goodness to the poor, not to the rich people, to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim freedom, to the prisoner, and to recover of sight for the blind, to release the oppressed from oppressor, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. Well, he cannot do this thing ordinarily. <laughs> without the power of God, without the power of Holy Spirit, how can I touch a blind man and it will be, the eyes will be open. This is what they call equipment. Father, his own father has equipped him spiritually because we, we, we read in the book, in our, in our book, uh, Bible, that Jesus Christ said, All the power on earth and in heaven has been given to me. So he has authority over everything, he has authority over death. And now one of our songs will say, death cannot hold him captive because he himself has power of fight. We were doing, last Sunday I was with my family in England, we were doing Bible study. My daughter asked me, Daddy, uh, when Jesus Christ had power of our death, why did he die? Why did Jesus Christ die? I said, yes. Jesus, died, Jesus Christ how did Jesus Christ was born? He said he was born through Virgin Mary. Normal something. So, person that is born through a woman, woman must die through a woman. But he, but he did not come to die. He died because of our sins that he put upon himself. He had power to say, thousand of you be perish. He's so strong than that. So my daughter said, Esther said, Daddy, you see, it's so powerful. I say it's so powerful like that. He can say it. But in order for the scripture to be fulfilled, he has to die. But the dead did not hold him captive. He said, why? I said, yes, because today 
He rose from the dead. He's alive forever. So he rose and he became a normal one that said yes. <laughs> he became a normal one. But nobody but people see him, they cannot touch him. He was afar because he has become a spirit then. So that is why death cannot hold him captive. Yes. That's why we saw even in death, this was his Lord, and death cannot hold him a captive. So that is why I said he came. Because the spirit of his father is in him. He came to proclaim the good news. And it's not for the rich. He came for the poor. He's the king of, uh, I would say, of poor masses. He loved the poor. He is always in their midst. That is why at times when I see the earthly pastor, that we see there, where they sit in the altar, the regalia, worship, Jesus Christ was not like that. That was how, why it was even difficult for the Jews to be able to uh, arrest him. They have to uh, walk through insiders. They couldn't differentiate Jesus Christ. You cannot know who is Jesus Christ among them, among the disciples. They are almost like the same. They don't worship him. So they said he went as low to worship feet. So, he has come to show us examples how to live, not how to be proud, not how to be discriminating. He sees us as one. That is part of his uh, purpose of coming to the world. And if he has come to preach a gospel, what is the purpose of preaching a gospel? The purpose of preaching this gospel to the world will be found in the book of Luke 19, verse 10. Because he came to seek and save the lost. Because if you remember, I said, many have seen and fall short of the glory. Sinners were born, and God detects sinners. That is why he came, to save the sinners. That is why they, I read in a, portion, in a Bible verse that I've forgotten that if you are in a soul, the heaven is a soul. God, God rejoices. Even during the, they said, if you lost one of your sheep and you have a lot here, you have to go and look for the remaining one, that is the only one that you lost. Not minding the, 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 the majority that you, you found that has intact. You have to look for the lost one, ordinary one. So, they say heaven happy. Heaven happy when a, a sinner is converted and his soul is saved. So, Jesus came to the world that we may be saved, that we may not perish. How can we imagine? We toil, we labor, day and night, we walk, Recklessly, so walk round the clock without sleeping, high blood pressure, you're sleeping, sleeping, tablet to sleep, do all this thing. And at the end of the month, you open your B, the bank deducted a lot of things from your account. What you work for the 30 weeks, uh, 30 weeks, it's nothing to talk home about. We start managing. We suffer in the work, in the place where you see a lot of abuses. 
we, the money we are looking for is not enough. It's not sufficient. We manage. How much more that we will not gain heaven if Jesus Christ has not come? I believe if Jesus Christ has not come, people like us will be, will be another worshiper. We will, not, we will not be able to differentiate between the negative and the positive. That is why Jesus Christ came to the world. That we sinner, we may see the light, we may know the light, that we may be saved. And God himself did not come to the world uh, to condemn the world. It's part of another uh, reason Jesus Christ, uh, God sent Jesus Christ to the world. And this is going to be formed in John 3, 17. God did not send his son. God did not send his son to the world who condemned the world. But in order that the world might be saved, true. So he has, that is why I saw some of my friends or colleagues. Don't play with that one. She was once a prostitute. She worked in social. Don't play with that one. He's a drunkard. Don't play with her. This was our Lord Jesus Christ did not come for the perfect. No. This is the reason he came for, for, for all these people. And if you are a born again, you have to emulate your father. Father, our father is Jesus Christ. Since he did not condemn anybody, are you condemning others? The prostitute, the drunkard, the wayworder, the alcoholic can be changed by a mere word from your mouth. And if you save that person, it's another reward for you. So Jesus Christ did not come to condemn anybody. And that is why it's one of the Bible verses that says, do not judge so that you will not judge. You will not be judged. So we should have no power. We should have, if you are a true son of Jesus Christ, we have no power to discriminate or to condemn. That this one is this, that one is that. I don't move with this. Because they say in the world, if we are in Christ, there is no Jew, neither a Gentile. We are one in Jesus Christ. So, Jesus Christ came not to condemn anybody. He's going to activate, carry everybody along, make us as one. And another point that he came today that I want you to know is that we've also been found in the book of John 6, 38 to 40. Jesus came to this to do his father's will and save the and to resurrect the believers. Because if you are a believer, if you are dying, if you're dead, the Jesus Christ will come and revive you at the end of the day. For I have come down from heaven, not to do my own will, but the will of him who sent me. And this is the will of him who sent me that I should not lose nothing of all that he has given me, but raise it upon on the last day. For this is the will of my father, that everyone who looks on the son and believes in him should have eternal life. And I will raise him up on the last day. 
That is part of Jesus Christ's mission to the world. That at the last day, we sin now. We're not sovereign the world and sovereign heaven. At the last day, he will raise, even though we are died, we are dead, he will raise up, up at the last day, the believer, the righteous. And after all these things, Jesus Christ self, himself came for judgment, to judge the world. And this is going to be found in the book of John 9, verse 39. For, Jesus said, for judgment I came into this world, and those who do not see may see, and those who may see, those who see may become blind. What does this want me? Some people believe they've seen, they know everything, they have worldly wisdom. But in a biblical aspect of it, they are blind. They did not see anything. They, they only know physical, they only use their natural wisdom. But in Jesus Christ, take for example, when they want to stone a lady to death, those people that want to stone that lady has already in their own wisdom they think they deceive something that she has she, she has sinned and she has to be stoned to death. And they, they were so happy they believe in their mind that Jesus Christ will never accept anything that is sinful. He has to be put to them. But what did Jesus Christ say to them? He looked at all of them. Who among you have never seen before she first of all cast a stone? But that is why I'm trying to say that uh, we think we see, but Jesus Christ has seen Father. The Spirit of God has seen what is ahead. The lady that they want to stone to, to, to death later converted and changed. So, Jesus Christ said, He came to the world uh, to let people that think they have seen, that they haven't seen anything. He will show you the way that we will not perish. Because it's the way. It's the light. That is part of this reason he came. And if you could remember that since he left, the way the Christian reason is different than the olden days where Jesus Christ was not alive, when he did not come to, uh, to, come to fulfill the mission he was being sent to. So, he has come to the world to save those who think they have, they have eyes, they've seen, but they didn't see anything. Another thing I want to say today is that the point that makes Jesus Christ to come to the world. We've heard that he came to save the, to do his father's way and resurrect the believer. That's for I have come again, I will repeat it, for I have come down from heaven, not to do my own will, but the will of who sent me. And this is the will of him who sent me, that I should lose nothing at all that he has given me, but raise up on the last day, for this is the will of my Father, that everyone who looks 
of the Son and believe in him, should be, should have eternal life. And I will raise him up on that last day. So, if we believe in Jesus Christ and believe is what is meant for and his purpose is mission. So, on the last day of the judgment, on the last day when we are dying, he will raise up, he will come, he will give us abundant life. In the book of John 10, verse 10, the thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. I came that they may have life and have it abundantly. So, the, what this means that I look at people, I was reading a paper, people that join a court, they are requirement for court, uh, before you can be a member of court, I was looking at him. And the pastor that was ministering on that day to the, the courtist said, it is only Jesus Christ that will give you that will never take it back. This person, the courtist, they came for uh, to renounce their courtism, to be born again. When they started re- recollecting, recalling their audits in their courts, some say they asked him to bring his first, the, the first son. Some said the person he loved most in the world. Some say all sorts of things. That is what Satan. Satan cannot give you something without taking another thing back. But if Jesus Christ gives, he gives without any attachment, any condition. Look, if you want to borrow money from the bank, you see that you have been working nonstop for a certain period because the loan can be granted to you. You are, you are a bite loser. You collect a buy some money. Uh, you went to bank, you want to borrow money. The bank will not even answer you at all. They will send you away. So, but the condition of God, Jesus Christ, is that if you repent, you forsake what you have done. That is why I'm always telling people, just, Jesus Christ does not, is not interested in your past. Jesus Christ is interested in your present and future. Why is present? Because tomorrow we may not know, we may not live anymore. It is what we do at the present moment. That is why they said, tomorrow may be too late. Converse. Have Jesus Christ as your love, for Jesus, uh, love and Savior. Tomorrow you will think, only God knows when we are going to sleep and wake up. Nobody knows. It's only God that knows it. So that is why we should be doing as if today is our last day or not. Because we don't know when we can sleep and not wake up anymore. And it is what you did before the time the bell rings that you are going to be judged upon. Even the thief, when they nailed Jesus Christ to Christ, one asked for forgiveness, the second one mocked Jesus Christ. If you know you are the son of God, why can't you save yourself? And this, the, other, the, the other thief said, Today, very liberally, your sins are forgiven. And he was forgiven at the last moment, at the last point. The other one was condemned. He himself condemned himself, not Jesus Christ. So, 
We know that Jesus Christ came to, for the judgment. He came to save us. He came, because he so loved the world, the God said his son, he came to resurrect us from our slumber. That the purpose of coming to it, he said now in the June that he, has, he came to give us abundant life. Not ordinary life, spiritual life. That nothing will mean anything to you anymore. What we'll be aspiring to is to how to you will gain the entrance into heaven to give us life. Life of that full of fatalities, that full of spiritual nutrients. Not physical one. I was reading, somebody was telling me that all these things you are eating is not completed. Fruit, all these things. You have to be you have to buy supplements. That there's no all the food. I cannot gather all these, uh, all these fruits, vegetables, and the, the nutrient will be completed. I have to buy some supplement to boost my immunity, to boost the energy that I'm fading because of age. So, but spiritually, when you are in Christ, spiritually you gain all this nutrient, spiritual nutrient, spiritual energy. No more fear. No more. Uh, no. Some people committed uh, suicide because the spirit of God has departed from them. And when Jesus Christ came to give life, why are you taking the life away? This is part of the reason he was born. He was sent to the world, and we are celebrating his uh, birth today. And. The, uh, the, one of the last points I will say today is that Jesus came so that the believer may not remain in darkness. John 12, 46. He said, I have come into the world as a light so that whoever believes in me may not remain in darkness. Jesus came to bear the witness of truth. So if we are in Christ, you are no more a novice. If you, are, if, you, if you are in Christ, Christ also is in you. And nobody can tell you uh, what is contrary to Jesus Christ's preaching, what Jesus Christ came for. Some people will be looking for pastor. Some pastor also needs <laughs> some deliverance. Because if you listen to some, some sermons, some people are saying, you will know this one is not of God. It's not of, it's of the world. But if you are in the spirit of, if the Father is in you, and you are in the Father, you will be able to detect that this is what God wants. What you are saying is worldly thing. It's not what is accepted in heaven. It's not what Jesus Christ came to serve for us, that to die for us. These are the pre, uh, cardinal points I want us to know today. That Jesus Christ has, he did not come to this world for anything else more than some of these points I mentioned today. So if, if we are rejoicing the birth of Jesus Christ, we should let it be at the back of our mind that this is our Father, the Savior, that came to save this mankind. He came for a purpose, not for a merriment, not for show off. Not, not to discriminate. 
He came to be known for the less privilege, for the poor. It's most of the sermons, most of where he preaches, most of where he goes to, is among the poor. He did not go to the lawyer's house. He did not go to the rich people's house. And he was, he, when they come to him, he will tell them, it is very it's difficult for a rich, for, the, or for a candidate to enter the eyes of a needle. That's what he always says. And he mingled, he preaches gospel among the, blind, among the sick, among the poor, so that if one is sick spiritually, there's nothing that can be life in that person. So Jesus Christ came to the world as a light. But, but whosoever believes in me may never be in darkness. And he came to bear the witness of truth. In the book of John 18.37, Pilate said to him, So you are king. Jesus answered, You say that I'm a king. For this purpose, I was born. For this purpose, I have come into the world to bear the witness to the truth. Everyone who is in of truth listening to my voice. But those who are that are not of truth will never listen to his uh, voice. Brethren, in the book of Professor Sarias, finally, uh, chapter 9, verse 6, before I round up, for unto us a child is born, unto us a child is given, and the government will be upon his shoulder, and his name will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Brethren, today, if you are baking cake, if our turkeys are big, we've ate it last, maybe last yesterday or on the 24th, we should always remember when our family gathers, when our children, because most of the family, they meet on that 24th, when they gather, we should continue to remind our children, our family. The purpose we are celebrating this Christmas it's not a fun fair. It's not a just ordinary ceremony. We are doing it in remembering of man that came, that was born. Before he was born, that he has been prophesied that is coming to save the world. That is coming to let these spiritually blind people see. He came to perform so many wonders. The medical something cannot do. He gives lives. He gives hopes. He, his kingdom is above all other kingdoms. His government is the easiest government that he came to save mankind. That he came that you and I we know the truth. We know the way. Before he came, we was blind. We were all blind. But he has given us light to detect the truth 
from from the first. From so the purpose of God, Jesus Christ, the Son of God, who was in heaven, who everything was created with his knowledge, that came to the world to suffer the crucifying, the mocking, he suffered. We should always bear in in mind what this man came for. And as a believer, as a righteous in Christ, we should always not be ashamed to bear witnesses wherever we go. To let people see us by examples that truly you are a child of God. I've heard a sermon that a, a, an artist that did not believe that God is existing saw a family how they behave in their life, in their family, a neighbor. It was, it was a neighbor. And he said, if this person, you can be behaving like this, truly, I will follow you to your church. That means he has seen the sign of, his, of Jesus Christ in that person. That person's behavior change others. Do we allow our behavior to send people away that if you, you call yourself your you are a Christian. If that is how they're doing, if Christian does, I will never go to that church. But if people see her, for example, what our father came for, to serve her, to redeem us, to let us see spiritual life, it should always be at the back of our heart to help when others are in need. And I think at the end, it will be glorious for us. We'll be even be happier than we see that Jesus Christ is love. And he came for love. Let us bow down our head for prayer. Heavenly Father in heaven, we thank you. We thank you that you have given us, you sent your son that we are remembering today uh, to the world to come and save mankind. He came as a light to lighten our darkness. We thank you, Father. We glorify your name for this wonderful gift you have given for Jesus Christ himself, that volunteers to come to the world. We are remembering his birth today, a spiritual birth that is so special that being conceived by the Virgin Mary. Father, we thank you that you send the light to us that we may not be blind spiritually. We thank you, Father. There's nothing we have to say more than to say thank you that you gave all this your son that make us to know the way, the truth. Nothing else we can say, Lord, than to say we are very grateful. Father, one thing I want to beg you today is that without your will, without your power, we cannot do this in alone. We want you, Lord, to continue to be with us to lead us, to teach us, so that we will not fail. Because devil there is so perfect that he's seeking who to devour, who to derail from the light, from the line 
of light. Father, we pray that you continue to constantly be with us. Let your love reign supreme in our heart. And I pray for those who are member wherever you are today, Lord, that are hearing these messages, that the Spirit of God, Lord, will abide with you. The truth that Jesus Christ came for will be in you. And the love that Jesus Christ is will radiate in your life and your family. Father, Lord God, we have seen now December. We are praying to enter into the new year, Lord. We thank you. So far, so good. Let it continue to be so. We pray that we will not deny you. Let your spirit continue to abide with us. In Jesus' mighty name I pray. Amen.